0: Hi guys. Welcome to What Sarah Said, a podcast by me, Sarah Hackwith. I'm a certified eating psychology coach who struggled with my own food and body image challenges for about 15 years. And this podcast is where we're going to dive into all of the things that I wish I knew back then when I was struggling. We'll talk about what it means to be truly healthy, how to overcome some of the most common eating and body image challenges, and how to step into our power in a really big way. On today's episode, we are talking all about cycle syncing your workouts. This is a topic that blew my mind the first time I learned about it, and I've actually shared it with tons of my girlfriends. It has been revolutionary for a lot of us, and I know you guys are going to be impacted by this. It's actually a topic that I'm so passionate about. I knew it was going to be one of my very first podcast episodes years ago when I decided I wanted to launch a podcast. So enjoy, take some notes. Hopefully this changes your life as much as it's changed mine. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome y'all. It's the What Sarah Said podcast back again. Now that it is 2021, we are diving in for real y'all. I took just a little bit of a breather around the holidays so that I could kind of reset the schedule for the podcast release and we are now going to be releasing in the middle of the week, which I think is going to be amazing And I'm just pumped to dive into what we're talking about today. Before we get there, can we just have a moment of silence for the train wreck that was 2020 and the even larger train wreck that was the month of December 2020 for me? I have no idea if everyone else's December was as crazy as mine, but I got my butt kicked and I am just grateful to be coming up for air to be alive and surviving in 2021 at this point in time. I really do believe that this is going to be a huge year for us. There was so much foundation of some incredible lessons and growth potential that was laid in 2020. And now we get to go into the exciting and dynamic and challenging stuff, Uh, but if we could just like all, maybe just erase 2020 from our memory, that would be great. Hopefully, like they said, time heals all wounds. I am hopeful, you know? Anyways, diving into our topic of discussion today, we are going into cycle syncing your workouts, which in complete honesty was like the first thing that I ever decided I wanted to talk about on my podcast. Years ago, before I even knew that this was something that I was actually going to do, I was like, I wish I had a podcast so I could tell everyone all about cycle syncing their workouts. So um, hopefully you have your mind blown by this as much as I did. If you haven't heard of cycle syncing, It is coordinating your activities, your food, your lifestyle, your workouts uh, with your menstrual cycle. So my dudes, if you're listening to this, this is probably not the episode that you're going to be super jazzed about, but ladies, this is for you, and I'm so excited to jump into this topic I first learned about cycle syncing through a book called Woman Code by a holistic health counselor named Alyssa Vitti. She is based out of New York City and has several books at this point in time. I found her years ago right after I left New York or maybe right around the time I was leaving and I have recommended her book and shared it with like all of my female friends and it has revolutionized the way that we view our bodies and the way that we view our lifestyles. So, I cannot recommend her book enough. I'm going to link uh, to buying her book in the show notes of this. And hopefully, some of you guys get your interest peaked and can go and start to dive a little bit further into this. I want to say before I start anything, just like a little disclaimer situation. I am not a doctor, okay? I am not a doctor. This is not medical advice. This is something that has blown my mind and been very supportive of me and my own personal health and hormone journey. But I am not a doctor and I am not prescribing anything to you and telling you what you should and should not do. Before making any major changes in your life, you should absolutely talk with a doctor. This information is insanely valuable and in line with a lot of things that many OB-GYNs uh, and women's health doctors will tell you to follow. But, you know, just have to say that. I'm not a doctor. Like, listen to me, but don't really listen to me. But listen to me enough to get your interest peaked and then go do your own research and talk to your doctor. Okay? Okay. Now that we got it out of the way. Woman code. Talking about perfecting your cycle probably means that we need to talk about what the cycle consists of first. So that being said, we're going to talk about the four phases of the menstrual cycle. Did you know that there are four phases? Is this something that you are familiar with? Because there's a lot of women who are not. So if you were like, no, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I just know that I like have a period every month. That is absolutely okay. We're going to dive a little bit further into that and pick apart and get a little better acquainted with our body by getting better acquainted with our cycle. So there's four phases of the cycle. I'm going to start with the follicular phase. The follicular phase is what comes after you have your menstrual bleed. Okay. So think right around when the menstrual bleed starts and then to the second phase, that's called your follicular phase. It lasts around 16 days for most women. If you're including the menstrual phase within that and It is kind of the phase where we're coming out of this heavy kind of like shedding period in our life, in our body, metaphorically and physically, and hormones are beginning to rise again in our bodies, and the body is getting prepared to release an egg. So there's a lot energetically that goes on in all of these phases, but we're just going like brief overview here. So this is about two weeks after you finish your period. Second phase is the ovulatory phase. This is an incredibly short phase. And basically the whole function and purpose of it is the releasing of the egg. And this is the body's preparation for like becoming pregnant. So the goal is that it will be fertilized. And like I said, very short phase. The third phase is our luteal phase. Now this one's a little bit longer. Again, it can last anywhere between seven and 14 days, depending upon the average woman's cycle. This is the phase where the body's hormones are kind of changing again. They're surging and the egg has been released. And now we are preparing to fertilize the egg. And if there is no fertilization that happens, then the process kind of continues and you get closer to your period. This phase is the one where uh, usually people define it by PMS symptoms. So you're very familiar with this phase. And then obviously the fourth one, the menstrual phase, we know those. We're very familiar because that's like what we consider our period. Uh, but truthfully, the menstrual cycle is so much more. It's all encompassing. It's your entire month from whenever you start your period in your early teens to whenever you start menopause. So now that we have a basic understanding of what the four phases are, and if you're a doctor and I said something wrong, I'm so sorry. I did my best to try to do layman's terms on that. Now that we've gone over some of those details, we're going to jump into what cycle syncing is and this whole practice behind woman code and what Elisabeth kind of brought to the forefront of a lot of people's minds. Cycle syncing, I'm going to read her actual definition from woman code is almost like a form of embodied time management where your hormones create structure. This practice comes back to the idea of using your body as a tool, harnessing your hormones to perform better, smarter, and more proficiently every single day. Doing this will continue to heal any hormonal symptoms while preventing additional symptoms from developing. So I... Just find that incredible. And I remember the first time I learned about this stuff, I was like, why did no one teach me about this in school? I personally have had lots and lots and lots of hormone challenges through my life and have incredibly painful periods and just... Stuff, you know, like I'm preaching to the choir. I'm sure all of us have something. But if only I knew that there were ways that I could choose to live, eat or work out that would support my hormones instead of working against them. So they didn't feel that way all the time. I would have been a completely different person through my teens and my 20s. I can just say that. The way that cycle syncing your workouts works, and at another time, I'd love to come on and chat a little bit more about cycle syncing our food choices, but specifically today, talking about your workouts, there are very different energetic abilities that we have throughout our cycle. So that's what we are Like she said earlier, harnessing, that's what we are honing in on. For your workout focus, for the follicular phase, this is that first phase, seven to 10 days or so. That's what she says, I I heard it was like up to 14, but you know, whatever. She's probably the expert on that. Your exercise focus would be to try something new. So that's maybe taking a Zumba class or a yoga sculpt class, something that's intriguing you or that you've been yearning to try at your gym. This is what she says straight from her book. Putting your brain and body in a new stimulating situation feels like an easy, natural thing for you to do at this time of the month. And you also form new neural connections in the brain more easily, which makes stepping outside of your comfort zone a seamless thing to do. Also, when you are starting any new activities at this follicular phase part of your cycle, you're more likely to stick with them because you're not dealing with some of the hormonal shifts that will happen later on in your menstrual cycle. If you are trying to start a brand new exercise regimen at the end of your menstrual cycle, chances are you're not going to be set up for great success and you might feel discouraged or like you weren't disciplined enough, but really it's like you, you weren't necessarily going with your body. Body, you were going kind of like against the grain of your body. And we'll keep discussing that too. The follicular phase final thing is an awesome time to nail like incredibly challenging workouts. Naturally, you have more energy in this phase and you're just like ready for whatever comes your way. Second phase, the ovulatory phase, when deciding which activities are best in this phase, it's good to keep two things in mind. High impact workouts and group workouts. Okay, your energy levels are at your max in the middle of the month, so you are primed to take on more strenuous exercise like weightlifting, plyometrics, running, hit classes, super intense spin classes, anything that involves being around other people. You're going to love at this period of time. Ha, huh, pun intended. At this period of time in your cycle, this is when you're feeling very sociable. This is when you're just overall physically able to tackle more i was talking with a friend about this and we were talking about you know taking two workout classes whenever i see people and they're like oh i'm gonna stay and i'm gonna double doubling in this phase though i wouldn't ever really recommend doing doubles that's just coming from me as a fitness professional i get the appeal sometimes and if you're ever going to do it like this is the time to do it a couple of weeks one to two weeks after your menstrual phase is ideal for hitting those really intense Workouts and to push yourself. Phase three is that luteal phase again. Um, This is where just phase three is that luteal phase, y'all. This is the one where there's lots of hormone changes going on. There's estrogen levels going up. There's progesterone levels going up. Your body is being prepared to possibly um, fertilize this egg and move towards pregnancy or not. And either way, there's a lot that's going on internally in your body that you don't see. So it's actually really important and okay for you to slow down a little bit in your workouts in this particular phase of your month. The exercise focus is something that's kind of dynamic in this phase. Also during the first half of your luteal phase, since it is a little bit longer, you might still feel pretty energized and like you can tackle some of those harder workouts. Anything that you did during the middle of the month that we were talking about where you're really social, where it's really intense, you probably can handle then. As your luteal phase progresses, as you get closer to starting your period, it's a good idea to scale back on the intensity of your activities, especially those final five to six days before your period. So this is where we're talking walking, Pilates, yoga, gyrotonic, things that are a little lower resistance. I will say that I also feel pretty good when I focus on cardio workouts during this phase. Um, maybe not like the hardest bin class that you've ever done, but cardio overall, that's Uh, low impact, steady state kind is awesome here. I will say this, I have found personally, once I started reading this and I started observing my own life and I started implementing, I'm usually pretty good on keeping the intensity of my workouts up until the like, four ish days before I start my period. And then I truly do not have the energy to do the workouts that I did before. It is wild how much my energy shifts. And I just have to kind of give myself that grace and know that my, maybe my power output, my energy output is not going to be where I am familiar with it being at the other times during the month. And that's okay. This is, like I said, the perfect time to load up on those Pilates classes, to be walking there's so much energetically going on in your body that I think sometimes as women we get frustrated and we're like feel limited by our body but honestly it is incredible and it is doing so much under the surface that the least I feel like we can do is to support it by allowing that to be its main focus and not forcing it to do these crazy insane workouts. And I think it can be really challenging because For those of you who have significant others or work out with men, men do not have a menstrual cycle. So men's energy levels are really only dependent upon like how much sleep they got or the types of food that they ate and if they've been fueling their body correctly, whether they've been recovering enough. Like it doesn't change every month like clockwork. It's fully dependent on like lifestyle for them. And so they don't necessarily empathize or understand why you're not able to do that. And this is where you kind of get an opportunity to step into your power in a different way and be like, nope, I'm listening to my body. I'm telling you that when you begin to honor your body in these phases, you will feel so much better throughout your day. Your hormonal fluctuations and a lot of the different things that are challenging for you, especially in this luteal phase, this kind of PMS period of time, they will start to dissipate. And that really began to happen when I started cycle syncing my food, which we can chat about another time. But you guys, this is a game changer to start slowing it down a little bit before you get to your period. And everyone is different. I'm gonna talk now about the menstrual phase, phase four. We all know this one, we're very familiar Alyssa kind of suggests not really doing hardly any workouts during your period that rest and recovery are super important parts of this. The body can repair itself. You know, maybe you're stretching, maybe you're just going on gentle walks. I have to say that for me and what I have noticed in my body, the days when I need the most rest and recovery are actually right before. So I say that so that you know, and can give yourself permission to just relax and figure out where you need that time. Once I enter this phase, I'm usually a lot more energetic and ready to go for the most part, especially once I get past the first day or so. So you have an opportunity to pay attention to your body, to listen to it, to nurture it, to harness its natural rhythms, its ebbs and flows. And I hope that you guys can start to do that and feel really empowered by that, that you start to meet your body where it is. I think this is revolutionary stuff, but I'm not really sure why no one was teaching us about it because it would have changed my personal relationship to my body, to working out, to exercising, to moving prior to you know being 28, 29 and figuring that out. If you guys have any questions on this, I would absolutely love to start a discussion about it. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Sarah Hacks. There's two H's in the middle of that. I can leave my handle in the show notes. I am so curious about whether or not you guys have implemented this. If you guys have any topics that you are interested in that you'd like me to interview someone on that you want me to dive into a little bit on here, I am all ears. I would love to hear about it. I am all ears to hear truly anything that you guys wanna share with me. I love chatting with y'all. Slide in those DMs. Let's connect. If you enjoyed this, please feel free to subscribe, to leave a review. It totally helps us kit to more people, be more visible, share more information, change more lives. And that's the goal, y'all. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will catch you next week.